If the coronavirus pandemic has proven anything, it's that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is just an older version of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You can't honestly deny it anymore. It's a fact. For months, the media has been trying to tell us that Speaker Pelosi is the only one in her party trying to hold back Cortez and her socialist squad from taking complete control of the Democrat Party. And now we know that's a complete lie. And if you need more proof, just look at the bailout bill being blocked by Pelosi and poor old Chuck Schumer, who has completely quit trying to hide the fact that he agrees with the socialist takeover too. Or it could be that he's just plain terrified that fellow New Yorker AOC will find someone to run against him if he gets in the way of her and the squad. And when they stopped Bernie Sanders from getting the Democrat nomination for president, it wasn't because they disagree with him. He's just the wrong person to move us to socialism. Maybe Nancy believes that AOC is the one, and she's just waiting for her to be old enough to run for president. This is how terrible Nancy Pelosi and the radical left are. They're ready to hurt millions of Americans in a last-minute attempt to move the country much closer to their dream of socialism. The coronavirus relief bill is meant to help individuals and businesses make it through this health catastrophe. That's what it's supposed to do. But in reality, it's filled with crazy socialist bits and pieces that'll open the door wider for socialism, and eventually authoritarian socialism. It's their only way to get rid of capitalism and control the deplorables. The bill that Pelosi has written is over a thousand pages, and despite a lot of people examining it, they're still finding hidden socialist pills. They're taking advantage of the fear that people have of the coronavirus to load the bill with insidious rules and regulations that attack capitalism and push socialism. It shows Democrats as the true far-left zealots that they really are, that they try to hide, that the mainstream media ignores. If they cared about the American people, they'd approve a clean bill without all of the pork and socialist ideas. They would do it quickly because they know that people need help. But instead, their ideology is more important. That's the way it is with authoritarians. They support the myth that President Trump wants to be an authoritarian leader when everything that he's done has increased our freedom. Then they show their true colors by filling a bill that's supposed to help the American people with ideas that will take away our freedom and give the government ultimate power over our lives. This is who they are. The bill pushed by Nancy Pelosi is littered with pieces of the Green New Deal and intrusive rules that would take away the ability of companies to govern themselves. Every chance they get, they take away pieces of our freedom and put our lives in the hands of government bureaucrats, people with no common sense, people who are only interested in exerting power. In an attack on companies, Pelosi would give unprecedented power to unions, power that would weaken companies' ability to govern themselves. Companies would be required to put women, union members, and workers on their boards of directors. This idea 
has made the rounds at every business school in America at one time or another and has been rejected as a Marxist fantasy that would turn companies into collectives and damage them beyond repair. They want a $15 an hour guaranteed minimum wage for any company taking money from the relief program. They want $300 million for the National Endowment of the Arts and another $300 million for the National Endowment for the Humanities. Plus, they want $35 million for the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. They want $1.2 billion to produce sustainable aviation fuels that will reduce greenhouse gas by 30%. The fuels would be biofuels, and they would cost so much that no one will be able to afford to fly except billionaires. And that's just what they want. They'd like to end air travel if they could. They want to bring back the Obama phone, one of the most corrupt programs in history. And they want to increase high-speed Internet. What does this have to do with the coronavirus? The tactics being used by Nancy Pelosi and the squad are reprehensible. They're taking advantage of a health crisis to try to use it to gain power. This is unbelievable. The bill provides money to bail out the post office. The post office. It requires early voting in all states and same-day voter registration, making it easier for illegals to vote in elections. Now, they've been trying to push this tactic for years so they can make it easier for them to rig the elections in favor of their party. And to make things even worse, Adam Schiff has magically reappeared on MSNBC to defend the provisions in the bill that will help them do it. Schiff defended this part of the bill, saying such proposals are part of protecting the health of democracy and we view the economic health and the health of our democracy as very much interrelated. Is he kidding? What a clown. This is nothing more than a crude attempt to make elections meaningless and encourage voter fraud. Schiff was asked by the host if the crisis has given the Democrats an opportunity to get a lot of the stuff they want under the guise of helping during this emergency. And Schiff took the opportunity to do what he does best, lie. He said, I think what they're really focused on is we want to make sure that we protect not only the health of the economy, but the health of our democracy. And for that reason, we want to make sure that we provide that people can vote by mail and have early voting. If you believe that load of garbage, you deserve socialism. The bill would expand the use of wind and solar and expand tax credits for these industries, neither of which are scientifically viable. Nothing in their bill, though, would encourage nuclear energy, which is viable, but politically incorrect. How crazy is that? They want a provision that would pay off some student debt, and they want to give money to Planned Parenthood. House Majority Whip Representative James Clyburn, Democrat from South Carolina, he told his colleagues during a caucus-wide conference call last week that they should view the upcoming legislation as a tremendous opportunity to push their agenda. This is a tremendous opportunity, he said, to restructure things to fit our vision. Now, someone has asked the question, would the Democrats really like it if we could have maybe a nuclear war? 
think of all the things they could change with a crisis of that magnitude. Now, I want to talk about an actual part or read an actual part of the bill that the left wants to pass. Here's one talking about pay equity. This is the piece. It says, a comparison of pay amongst racial and ethnic minorities and to the extent possible results disaggregated by ethnic group as compared to their white counterparts and comparison of pay between men and women for similar roles and assignments. Does that have anything to do with the coronavirus? Here's another part, part four, corporate board diversity. Corporate board demographic data, including total number of board members, gender, race, and ethnic identity of board members, and to the extent possible, results disaggregated by ethnic group as otherwise known or provided voluntarily board position titles, as well as any leadership and subcommittee assignments. Talk about crazy. This is the definition of it. They want to take away the ability of companies to run themselves and put everything in the hands of the government. They want to control the means of production. It's right out of the Marxist playbook. Hey, but at least they're now out in the open about it. Now, the rival bills in the Congress, one by the Democrats and one by Republicans, are being debated in the Senate and something is expected to pass maybe sometime today or it could possibly drag on until tomorrow. As you might have guessed, Mitch McConnell is being blamed by the New York Times for the bill being stalled, proving once again that they just can't be trusted. Mitch McConnell better hold the line against the provisions of this bill that would speed up the path to socialism. He has the power to demand and get a clean bill passed without all of the left-wing garbage it contains. And I have faith that he'll be able to do that. So expect the bill to pass sometime today or tomorrow, and it won't be the Pelosi-Cortez bill. That's a good thing. But consider this. If the left will use a crisis of this magnitude as a way to gain power and push an ideology that has failed every time it's been tried, how far will they go to find ways to take away our freedom and gain power in the future. It looks like they'll do anything to gain and keep power. If that doesn't scare you, I don't know what will. Now I have confidence that our scientists and doctors will find a vaccine that will keep us safe from this coronavirus. But we can't rely on others to protect us from power-hungry politicians. We have to do that ourselves. The way we do it is to vote against any politician who threatens our freedom. A very important election is coming this November, and your vote for freedom may be the most important vote you'll ever make. We'll survive this pandemic and we'll find ways to deal with it. But once established, a tyrannical government is hard to change. We need elected officials who believe in the freedom guaranteed by the Constitution. We can't cure the sickness called socialism, but we can vote against it. Make sure you vote in November and vote to hold on to your, to our freedom.